Good evening. And welcome to another night with... On Base. And Off Point. Your hosts... J.R. Herb. And Vinnie Marshall. Life in a Deep End. Good evening, Vinny. Good evening, J.R. So, this show is about everything and nothing at the same time. It's Seinsfeldian. It's, not, it's quite. And it's not for bass players. Oh, no. Oh, no, 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 it's no, no. Not, it's barely for us. It's not about bass players. No, 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 no. But it is by, by bass, bass players. That's right. So welcome to the show, people. We don't have a basis to feature, so we thought we'd talk a little bit about nothing. Ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> J.R.R. was born a small black child. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> I'm going to jail. <laughs> well, you know, it's like the Dominican Republic, you know, you just, you know, you're really 72 years old. Dog years. Uh, dog years. No, that's me. <laughs> that's me. So Taylor Swift wants to do her own music. But she can't. Tonight. It's like the Beatles were going to go on stage and play their music, and, and Michael Jackson said, oh, 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 no, 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 you can't. I can't. I own the rights <laughs> of those songs, boys. You have to pay me. You're not do You've lost your way. <laughs> you have to pay me in Jesus' juice. <laughs> Or little boys. Oh, God. Oops. Sorry. Uh, explicit. There. Oh, Sorry. boy. Michael Jackson's hey, estate is going to be a contact. At least I didn't say guy. fuck. Oh, 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 damn it. Okay, we're explicit. Sorry. <laughs> oh, shit. Sorry. Sorry All right. Guys. Well, there you go. So, so well, uh, you know, Taylor Swift is uh, is kind of stuck, huh? I mean, Apparently I guess they, they, fig they it figured out. it out, right? A lot of people don't understand that a lot of these artists don't own their own music. Right. And Taylor Swift apparently has, you know, composition notebooks full of all her, you know, her lyrics and stuff. I mean, she does yeah, her own shit. Yeah, but once you sell them... Oh, I, under, I completely understand. And you're you know, not even a lawyer. No, don't even play one on TV. You're not a doctor? No, I'm not even an Indian chief. <laughs> <laughs> or a baker or a candlestick maker. No, none of that stuff. Nor do you live yeah. in a shoe. Not yet. <laughs> <You know. laughs> Just give me a little bit of time. Yeah. Where's Vinny? He's Something. down on the Leather Soul Express. Yeah. You do like crumpets and whey? Yes, uh, I do like whey. Whey is one of my favorite things. I visited whey. Well, that was <laughs> Vietnam. That was quite some time ago. Oh, my God. Oh, boy. But don't, but don't, uh, but don't crash. Yeah, uh, that, doesn't, that doesn't even deserve a bass ha-ha. <laughs> oh, yes, it does. Oh, my goodness. So... Yeah, I saw that, and I was like, people might not understand. No, they wouldn't. They wouldn't understand something that like that. She doesn't own her own music because she sold it. Right. Yeah, that's or, the just simply the business of the, of, of music. Business. You know. Yeah. And so if you want to play your own music, you gotta you gotta uh, get a license. Right. To get it back. Yeah. Well, that's what Paul McCartney and Michael Jackson went through all that stuff with exactly. the with the Beatles stuff. Hence my whole yeah. Whole, oh, that's, that's right, so Michael nice. Jackson. Yeah. That's right. But that's yeah. that's why we got into that whole silliness. A lot of people don't know that Michael Jackson owned. Their library. The Northern Songs book, yeah. Mm -hmm. Which is, you know, some some stuff. Oh, yeah, a little bit. Some stuff, you know, some great music. It's, it's crazy because we talked about Paul McCartney and the Beatles, but, man, their music, you could take their, like, whole library and talk about, because, you know, we play songs that we write here on, on the show. And you could take from the beginning where they started with, She loves you, yeah, yeah, yeah. This boy band 
yeah. kind of stuff all the way to Sergeant Peppers and some of the out stuff on Abbey Road. Sure. And there's so much like the progression of what they went through. And, and I mean, music composition, modern music, modern pop music, I should say. Right. There's, I don't think anything's gone on a whole lot since the Beatles. No. Pop. Talking about pop. I'm talking yeah. about Taylor Swift. I'm talking about pop music. I mean, they really took it. They covered the gambit. Well, they created a formula. Is gambit a word? Yeah, gambit's a word. Okay. Gambit, yeah. G-A-M-B-I-T. Gambit. Okay. Yeah. I- E-I-E-I-O. Right, right. G-A-M-B-I-T, gambit. My baloney has a first name, it's O-S-C-A-R. My baloney has a second name, it's something I forget. It's F-U-C-K-Y-E-R. Wait a minute, that's, there's one too many letters in there. Alex, I'd like to buy a vowel. Vanna, I need two more vowels, so to speak. Why do you buy a vowel in, in there is no reason to buy a vowel in Wheel of Fortune. Sure. You pay, no, you pay for a goddamn vowel. If you, if you know what the answer is, if you buy a vowel, some other fucker is going to figure out the answer. Don't maybe buy a vowel. Maybe it's enough to give you the, the insight to, to guess the next letter so that you earn more money. Okay. Or you, or okay. you to, solve, it's to, like, I'm stuck here. I'm going to buy a vowel so I can continue on on my turn. Oh, right? I don't so that know. you can solve the puzzle. Uh, but you don't win get the thing, to... go ding, ding, ding. It's, it's a puzzle prize. You go to the Caribbean and you ride off in the sunset Is with Is it Vanna Caribbean White. or Caribbean? Caribbean Queen. It's... What was he saying? What was his name? Um, that was Billy Ocean. Billy Ocean. I was like, Billy Ocean. What's a Caribbean Queen? What the hell was he saying? A Caribbean Queen. <laughs> I don't know. I Caribbean? can't sing. It's Caribbean, not Caribbean. Caribbean. He didn't say Caribbean. He didn't say Caribbean queen. It's he Caribbean. Didn't say Caribbean either. It's Caribbean. 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 It's like caribou gonna... or something. Okay. Caribou. Whatever. Dead queen. I don't know. Oh, I don't God, know. no. No, that's not. That's not. <laughs> I don't even know how the baseline goes to that. I can't even guess. Uh, I don't know. I don't either. So I played a gig with... Uh, Kim Kelly Big Band. And let's, uh, for the record, Kim is a man. Yes. And not, not one of those not, people. Not that one are, that you would make fun of his name. R- no, I wouldn't make in front fun of him. Because no. he'd punch you out. Probably. With his I cigar. Know, I played with a Kim um, in Orlando, also a drummer. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what was Kim's name? Can't remember. It was like over 30 years ago. But Kim Kelly Orchestra, which is right. basically a big band. And we played for. A fundraiser for it was this furniture fundraiser. Have you ever played a furniture fundraiser? Oh, this organization raises money to buy furniture for people that can't afford furniture. Okay, it's called Furniture Is Us or Furniture for Folks or something like that. Huh. But there were, you know, these fundraisers. If, if you anyone that's out there that's got a, any kind of hoity-toity fundraiser thing, there's some there's some characters. Oh, you show up at these things. Yeah, there are a lot. Now, you and I are fairly conservative. We're both, you know, ex military kind of guys. And yeah, some of the um, outfits and. <laughs> oh, dressed in. It was entertaining. Dressed in, yeah, like, dressed in every wow. color of the rainbow times, too. I wouldn't wear that as pajamas, but that's where I got it. I wouldn't even <laughs> wear that in my house. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Lordy, Lordy. So, where did they have this? Packer Museum? No, this was down in Cincinnati. At, oh, what? Yeah, downtown on Fifth. 
Oh, okay. At the uh, Masonic Temple. Nice. Downstairs in the big ballroom. Oh, wow. Okay. You know, so, so she got paid pretty good then. Uh, buck fifty. Yeah. You know. How long? Three hours? Uh, it was long. It was longer than yeah, it was like two hour two hour dance and an hour um I've you played with music. you played with Kim before, right? Well here's the funny part. He calls me. I was, I, I, I was gave in me that number. car. I gave him your number. Uh, um, uh, so yeah. maybe I'm maybe I'm the it gets, it's, it gets weirder. Oh, okay. I'm in the car with your wife. She's driving. <laughs> ah, wait a minute. Okay. My car broke down. I needed oh, a that, ride. Oh, that's right. That's right. Remember that's right. That's right. I forgot home. about that. Yep, 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 yep. And I'm like, 937? I said, who's this? Is this JR? I'm like, yeah. Hey, this is Kim Kelly. I'm like, hey! Because I used to play with him back in when the day. I was stationed here three assignments ago. Right, right. Back, was, back when oh. Clinton was president. Yeah, he's like, how you been? I'm like, oh, I'm great. I didn't know you were still in town. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, yeah. Okay. What can I do for you, Kim? Get to the point. <laughs> it's like, I um, just got back two years ago. Yeah. And, you know, so uh, he said, oh, I need, you know, I need a bass player. So he told me the details, went down to play. Combo set prior. Just dr- drove me bananas. Right. Why did it drive you bananas? I'm just like, this is jazz. It's, it's, it, you should have people that. Know what the fuck they're doing? Thank you. <laughs> the guy running. So he's got a sax player. Right. Dave Hayworth on piano. And Dave can play fine. Dave can play fine, yep. Yeah. He's not like your the, the studio professor at CCM that teaches out jazz or anything. Right, right. But he can play fine. Right. I think so. I enjoy Dave's playing. Yeah, absolutely. And he plays the, the rock stuff like a, you know, the second half is a dance. Right. And he knows all the Stevie Wonder. Oh, yeah. He'll play everything. Uh, yeah. Don't say Elton John to him. He'll start playing Benny the We Jets. did. We start. We actually, yeah. And the guitar player was. Gary uh, Johnson or somebody how else. How did you know? I know the band, dude. Oh, yeah. You're in the band. I no, I'm not sub. in the band. No, well, well no, you weren't my sub. Pete Rauch is the bass player. I'm usually the first guy they call, I think. So I'm the second sub. Uh, well, maybe. I don't know. That's that's really, that's not, that's not right. That's not Am right. I the third sub? No, you're not the third. You know. I don't care. Because no, 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 no. Usually, usually. Can I be the fifth sub? You can play fifth bass if you want. <laughs> I've got six strings on my bass, but I'm the fifth. Fifth caller. Bass. Yeah. You're the fifth caller. <laughs> Welcome, fifth caller. Yeah. Long time listener. Go, go first ahead, time go caller. Ahead with call. uh, turn down your radio, sir. <laughs> your, your, your own radio, your radio, sir. Turn on your radio, sir. I can't talk to you when I, I hear myself six minutes myself. later. I can't talk to you when I. <laughs> Thank you. I love talk radio. That's so good. Yeah. I don't know where... I, oh, so I'm playing with a combo. <laughs> you distracted me, Vinny. You took me off point. There's a surprise. You, you're not even playing bass yet. Come on, we're, we're supposed to be on bass and on point. I'm trying to get on point here. So this sax player is calling the tunes. I don't know who he is, but I assume if, if you're in a tuxedo and you're at the gig where you have to play jazz and you know, a dance, you should know your shit. Yeah. I'm expecting, like, there's cats out there that can do this shit, you know? So the first thing they call is Song for My Father. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it, it always, the beginning's always like, Ricky, don't lose that number. That's right. what I always learned. So I learned Song this in high school. Song for My Father, don't lose that number. <sighs> So yeah, the song's Thank very, you. I have some lovely parting gifts. Yeah. So it's it's not a hard song. It's actually 
the fir- one of the first jazz songs you learn as a beginner jazz right after Blue musician. Bossa. There's, yeah, there's Blue Bossa, and then the next song, song my father is this song. Yeah, I think it's Horace Silver, right? Right, of course it is. Yeah, Horace Silver song. Right. It's a great song. Right, I'm not bagging on the song. I'm no, no, no. The song is so standard. Is but there's a form. There's a special form to that song. So there, form Jay? is like the the, the the roadmap for those of you listening that don't play music. There's, there's like a form, and we talk in form, we talk about there's an A section, then there's another A section, then there's a B section. A lot of times you go back to do another A section, and that's the form. This one isn't that form. But everybody that is worth their salt... A tinker's fucking damn. Thank you. No, it's A-A-B. Okay, we're, we're, we're going to do song for my father. It's A-A-B. I'm like... No shit, it's AAB, champ. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Let me guess, it's an F? <laughs> Let me guess, you're going to play the head once we start? What else are you going to tell me that I don't know? He's five foot nine, 300 pounds. We're, we're going to end on an F chord? Oh, thank you. Thank you for telling me that. Vamp I, in the beginning. I don't know if it was like, yeah, oh, vamp. <laughs> There's the vamp at the beginning. There's the vamp, yeah, thank you. Oh, you're, oh, and you're supposed to stop there. What else are you going to tell me about this song? I'm like, Jesus Christ. It was written in 1972, no, 68. <laughs> this guy told me like four times. The form's AAB. Like, yeah, I know. <laughs> I don't know much. I'm not a doctor. Yeah, but I'm not a constructor, a worker. But I do have a degree from the University of North Texas in jazz studies. I think I know what the fuck AAB is. And I can I can repeat that form. Even in Spanish. Over and over. <laughs> ad nauseum. Okay? So sh- Until oh, somebody gets the, me a drink. And by the way, this song is AAB. <laughs> Thank you. It's like, I haven't fucked it up yet. I get it. I get it. If 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 I had fucked this up, sure. Or you had to play the gig prior, or exactly, whatever. You know, exactly. if you had set the tone before, that's fine. It'd be it'd be better if he turned around and go, look. Just so you guys know, I did a gig like last week, and the and the guys were playing at AABA. I just want to make sure that everybody knows it's AAB. But no, it was like obviously, you people are all peons and idiots. And I don't know this song very well either, so I'm going to say it for myself so that I know that. If I if this I ever have the, if I ever have that moment, I will say it. It's A B, not for your benefit, for mine. For my for my benefit. Yeah, for my benefit. You know, oh, I have no problem. I have no problem throwing myself under the bus. It, uh, I don't know who the guy was. Drove me bananas. Hopefully, you'll never work with him again. Oh my god! How was that? How was the uh, the the pop stuff with the band? Gary Johnson can sing. Yeah, he can. I enjoy. He's got a very deep voice and very. Um, I don't know. I don't say soulful. It's kind of a Michael McDonald-ish, but not really. There's something about his voice that I really kind of... Yeah. You know, because yeah. it's, it's authentic. It's like, you could tell he really digs what he's singing. Oh, yeah, he digs what he's singing. How about how about his plan? Way too fucking loud. He is, he Holy is, he balls. Is, he, invents, he invents the new version. Of, well, here's the problem. Back in the day, no. No, no. I, I, knew, I played with him last time I was here. Kim Kelly... Okay, picture this. You're downtown Cincinnati, and like you think, I'm going to get there a little early because 
You got to make sure you know where the hell you're doing, park yeah, up everything else. These guys are supposed to have the stand set up. Right, right. Usually, if you have a big band, it wasn't that big of a band. It was two saxes, three brass. Oh, so it was like, 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 a, like a small, a like a 12 bow. So I figure they're going to be set up, the stands, chairs, everything set up. I'm, I want to get there and, and kind of, you know, Find be like a dog. Spot. You know, mark, mark my mark spot and territory. get my stuff. Sure, you know, sure. I was going to take the bird, you know, the big oh, ring. Oh, really? I wanted to. And they're like, eh, it's kind of a travel. And we got re- we had paid reinforce- sound reinforcement. Nice. So there was a sound company there that's going to do monitor mix and everything. I'm like, well, why would I bring the big rig? No. If somebody needs more bass, they can just put. Turn it up in the mix. Yeah, I go direct out from my AER, my little baby. Right, right, right. And right, I got right, enough right. for me to hear. Oh, you have that's a good beautiful. time. Yeah. I, and I'm in out. And I, when I'm done. I go home because it's an hour ride. Right. I trust me. I, I don't know. need to, you know, be carrying. No, 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 no. Although no. I will tell you, the the um, Bergantino, the, my big, you know, amp over there, it's got some balls. Oh yeah, but it if does. you put that on stage, it's gonna move some air. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah, feels yeah. good. It's like, yeah. you know, it just, you know, it just. So I was like, oh, I want to take my big rig, but I want to get the fuck out of there too. Right, right, right. I should have brought the big rig. Oh, boy. Gary shows up. Well, first of all, I get down there early. I'm the first fucking guy there. And people are asking me, Dave Hayworth shows up, who's in the band. Right. Where are we? I'm like, how the fuck do I know? That's the first time I've been Well, in. you're a chief, JR. <laughs> you should know these and things. And then some other guy shows up. He goes, oh, I'm the trombone player. Where do I go? I'm like, who? How the? That was the sax player. The sax player was the second guy to show up. And he's asking me, where should I park? Did you get the fucking email? <laughs> do, uh, look, do I look like Kim Kelly? Do I look like I'm in charge? Just be, I'm like, do I have that look like, oh, well, you're in charge? You don't look like Kim Kelly. I'll say that. No. Kim yeah. Kelly looks like he'd, you know, I wouldn't fuck with him, man. He'd stab you, man. <laughs> well, you know, with a name like Kim, he's probably been in a lot of fights. Yeah, I wouldn't yeah. fuck with Kim, yeah. man. He'd, he'd shank you, man. <laughs> Uh, welcome to our review of the Joker. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, oh, that's perfect. So I get there and I go in. I'm, I'm a pretty personable guy. No. Yeah, I know. I mean, they're, yes. They're setting up and this, and, and I go in there and I got, I'm carrying, this is hilarious. I'm in a tux. I'm, I've got a bass guitar strapped to my back and an amp in my hand. And they say something like, can we help you? And I say, yes, I'm the caterer. <laughs> and the guy looks over and he goes, really? Oh my god, that's ridiculous! I'm like, y'all, I'm just kidding. I'm with the band, and they all start laughing. And then, lady says, "Oh, well, let me walk you down." And she's like, "Thank God you showed up because we needed a little, we needed a laugh." Apparently, you know, they're all stressed because they, these are like the people like where you check in at the front desk. You know, they have a table set up to, to buy your tickets for alcohol or to bid on shit or whatever. Whatever the fuck they do, I don't know. So apparently, they were all stressed and. Yelling at each other, getting mad at each other. I'm like, yeah, I'm the caterer. <laughs> I'm the photographer. So I, I'm the first guy there. I should be like the last guy there. I gotta drop my little amp down, plug in, and I'm ready to rock and roll. Blame the Air Force for that, Jr. Yeah, well, probably. 
Kim got lost. They got trouble getting down there. Not lost, but they had some issues. Jesus Christ, he's from fucking Ohio. I know. Gary's riding with them. Oh, and they come riding. They're probably yelling at each they other the entire find, time. They can't find the loading dock. <laughs> oh, God. Well, you know, when you're in a big city, sometimes it's hard to find a little alleyway. Oh, that's the one that the alleyway opens up to the basement. Is that the one? Yes. I know exactly the one that is. Yep. Yep. And if you don't know it, you wouldn't be able to pick it up from the street because because it, you need like three guys to come up. It's, it's it's like one of those things where like you're you're running from the cops and these people open up this thing and you drive in and they close it and the cops go by and go, uh, where did they go? You know, because you yeah. would never you would never like know. The Beck cave or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so it's, the they it's, it's the gig cave. <laughs> it's just lost. Somebody's like, where the fuck did the band go? But they couldn't find the Beck cave. They couldn't find the gig cave. So I had to like put my shit down and then like talk to a lady to, to walk me out to the, you know, from inside to the, you know, the loading dock. And then as I pop out there, they are. I'm flagging them down. Now the next thing you know, I'm the I'm there in my tux. I'm I'm unloading the fucking. You know he he has a he's got a nice beamer. Oh yeah, uh, uh, an SUV, right? Yeah, and on the back he's got a little trailer. This is Kim Kelly Orchestra, and that's where he's got his drum set, all the music stands, all the this side, the other. Next thing you know, I'm like. I don't remember getting, car, you know, what they call it cartage fee. <laughs> I'm bringing in all the stands. I'm showing people where to go. I'm like, hold it. I'm the fucking new guy. I shouldn't be setting shit. I, I must have that look about me where, oh, he's in charge. He must know what the fuck is going on. Is that is that the case, Vinny? I mean, I do I have that look about me? Where, where do we set up JR? <laughs> <laughs> You're in the right spot, man. I'm, oh, I am. In fact, if you could, yeah, if you could just, Can move I just, move just right? a little to the... I'm, yeah. I'm sorry. I, yeah, I pull the I, microphone a little closer. Yeah, no, um, no, 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 no. No. That's better. That's better. Uh, no, yes. no, no, no. No. Say goodnight, JR. <laughs> goodnight, JR. Oh, what a zoo. That and makes man, it, that makes like, it interesting. Like right? Gary Johnson. I like, love this guy. I'm, I feel a butt coming on. No, I just love... Gary's like, sound check. He's like, I'm going to need more than that. I'm going to need like 100%. I, you're going to have to turn that monitor up at least 100%. Because when I play guitar, it's loud. That's not even close. Because the, the sound guy's standing right next to him with a little iPad adjusting. The right, 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 right. No, 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 no. You don't understand. That, that might iPad be, better go to fucking 11. That might be good for combo music because I'm going to sing some combo music. But when we get to the set... No, you're going to need to go about at least 50 to 75% more than that right there because I'm loud. I like it loud. And I'm like, you're kind of being a douche. But You know who Gary's dad was, right? Colonel Johnson? Yeah, Red yeah. Johnson. Yep. He asked me, he's like, did you work with my... First of all, he goes, what are you? And I said, well, I'm an E9. I'm a chief. And Dave Hayward, or someone was trying to tell him, he goes, hey, I know what the fuck the ch a chief is. <laughs> My dad was a goddamn colonel. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, he was like, I know, chief. So, oh, yeah, I know. He mentioned a couple of chiefs. I'm trying to think of who they were. Because I, I, I recognize a couple of the names because they were. Like old, old yes, school guys? Yeah. Krantz? Krantz was one of them, yeah. Um, and there was another one. Like, oh, so that's what you do. Yeah, but I still play bass, brother. Yeah, that's right. Don't you forget it. Don't you forget it. Don't you forget it, man. I like the way he sings. I enjoy his. You know, after I get over the uh, 
the initial like him being a diva with the the, the uh, monitor mix, but all singers. Check me if I'm wrong here. Oh no, you're uh, before you even start. You're right. Any singer that has to deal with the monitor is going to be. I need more of me. Can and, I get more? Of can me? I get less of him? Can I get more of me and his monitor? Yeah, yeah. Can <laughs> I get more of me in every monitor, monitor so that yeah. I can hear myself? Because I can't hear myself. I can't hear anything that I'm doing. What this? When, what do people understand? This is about me. It's it's me, the me, it's me. the me show. It's the me show. It's not. Where do you think me too came from? <laughs> me. It's vocalist. Me, 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 me. It, it, it's it's that and uh, and and Mr. Uh, Mr. Anderson and, and uh, Smith from The Matrix. You, 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 <laughs> me, me, me. Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. <laughs> you, 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 so, Mr. Anderson. Gary's kind of, you know, he's 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 a unique cat, you know, and he's and he plays really fucking loud. He's got a little amp, and and he plays ball busting loud. Oh, he just, your testicles need ice on them. I was uh, like, after you get home. Once, once he's, you know, started playing, I'm like, I should have brought the big rig, you know. And he's like, turn up, man. So I'm like, no, ask for it in your fucking monitor. Right. You know, he's like, yeah. turn up, man. I'm like, no, I'm, I'm not blowing out my, 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 my $1,500 amp. combo amp. Yeah, to compete with your happy ass. Yeah, to compete with your $200. Line six. Yes, yes. is yes. exactly what it was. I know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. This is what I do. Yeah, yeah. JR, welcome to my world. Yeah, yeah, welcome to the world of Vinny. The next time you yeah, next time um you I need a little heads up, brother. Well, I should have given you a heads up that he was gonna call you. I should have done that. I thought I did. I thought I sent you a text and said he was gonna call. Okay, I, so think I, I, I think I, I might have. I think I, I might I have. I think some of the drugs that you're taking may have affected Well, they haven't you. kicked in yet. They were in the middle of it. I'm pretty sure I told you, man. Yeah, you guys sent you it's a text. Fault, man. You should, you should notice Gary Johnson. <laughs> Fucking Gary Johnson, Gary, man. Gary goes to 12, <laughs> Johnson. <laughs> I, got, I got 11 beat, man. I'm taking this thing to 12. I got to this 12, and I'm going to need more monitors on top of it. Dude, I don't have any more monitors. You're going to need to turn it up. Every time I set up next to him, I looked at Kim and go, can I set up on the other side of you? So this is one of these gigs where they hand out tickets for drinks. Right. Like a couple, couple and, of three Gary, tickets. Gary, Gary doesn't hesitate. He, hesitate. he goes over to the sponsor. He's not Kim Kelly. It's Kim Kelly. Right, right. Gary just goes over and goes, hey, can we get drinks? To, what? Not to Kim. To the, to the sponsor. Mm-hmm. Oh, we, we need tickets. <laughs> How many tickets do you have in your hand right there? <laughs> That'll <laughs> that's, do. That's... Oh, and his lady was like, oh, we'll get you tickets. Because he'd already sung a couple of tunes, so she'd seen, the guy's an artist, you know. He's, he's an artist. He needs, yeah, uh, he needs like, a we, libation. No, we, we, Excuse we, me, ma'am. We, I need libation. We need tickets. <laughs> we need tickets. I, I need and, libation. And I'm, stat. Like, I'm like, I fucking need, I need several of those fucking tickets. <laughs> I, because is it, you is know, it possible to turn those tickets into a bottle? <laughs> somehow, I'm not just the bass player, but... I'm also the I'm roadie. The, I'm the concierge. I, I'm the and the caterer. <laughs> I'm the project manager. I'm, I'm doing fucking... I'm like, what? How the fuck? No, you I'm aren't like, the project manager. Oh, you didn't pass God. that test. <laughs> Not by name. But you've that's been, how I was you've functioning. Been, you've been frocked. I was like, I was like the fucking band leader. Kim, hello. Hello. And Kim's like, don't bother me. You know, at one point like, in time... I put my tux on. You know, at one point in time, Kim Kelly married a Kim Kelly. Are you serious? I'm very serious. What the... Now he eventually got divorced. This was this was his third. This was his second marriage. He's now in his third, but the second wife was named Kim Kelly. Did he get in some legal trouble? He was getting some legal trouble. Um, Kim 
Yeah, Kim was a silent partner in a brothel in Columbus. Mm. And I don't know exactly the wherewithal and the legalities for him, but he went to jail as being part of that brothel. Oh, he did some time. He did a year, I think. Wow. I think it was a year. That's just as I was leaving. I, I yep, he was in an orange jumpsuit for a year. Oh, my. Yeah. And, you know, he came out okay. I mean, yeah, you know, yeah. some people don't come out of the okay in that system like that. Because uh, I don't think he went to, you know, girly prison. I think he went to big prison. Big, big prison. Yeah. Yeah. For a year. Yeah. I played, uh, or I knew a guy, um, Hampton Roads. Um, Chris Bridge was his name. I hate to talk. Yeah, I hate to talk about this shit, but it's just reality. Right. Um, he was a teacher, music teacher, and got oh. busted. Got busted with drugs. Oh, drugs. Thank God it was drugs on, and not something his, else. No, 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 on oh. school grounds, and he did time as well, and, and there was a stigma. And he got out, and he's doing great. He's. I, I see him posting stuff where he plays with uh, a singer I used to play with. Oh, cool. Uh, but I used to. he used to call me for gigs like you kind of do now. As a sub, as a sub, yeah, I'm a number two or three stringer. I'm, I'm, I'm like a, the Kaepernick of. Um, no, <laughs> you won't take a knee. You won't take a knee. No, but I'm not first string. I'm, I'm no, not, it, I no. move around too much. No, well, I'm well, a journeyman. That's that's exactly the I'm, I'm a the, the point of yeah. this conversation is exactly that. You you aren't you aren't number anything because you move around all the time. Uh, you You're know. saying it's not based on my my plumbing experience. Or you, my you electrical. Have, you have experience. <laughs> I'm not an electrician. You're not a a, not a, a, a basket weaver. <laughs> I'm a bass player from Pittsburgh. From Pittsburgh. Let's be honest, people. Uh, That's all I'm qualified to do. Philadelphia. Why people pay me to run something in the Air Force is beyond me, but I'm not complaining because they keep sending Same money. Yes. The first and the fifteenth, you still get a check. It keeps coming in, and this is odd. This is really weird. Every once in a while, they send me more money. And did you, did you go over what you over? Twenty six? Uh yeah. Did, I'll be twenty seven in about three weeks. Three weeks. You, you don't get a pay raise for twenty seven. Next or twenty eight. Oh, you don't. Twenty six is last. That's the last pay raise. Oh damn, that sucks. Yeah, well, oh. except for cost of living, right? Which I will get for the rest of my life, just like you do. Right, right, right. Being a veteran is a good deal. Right. There's nothing wrong with being uh, a like a retiree. I should say retiree. Right. So okay, we're gonna play a tune. We'll come back. We'll, we'll come back and talk about Brock. Did you play with Brock? Oh yeah. Did he play? Was he there? Oh no. <laughs> oh no. I was gonna say, Jesus, if he's there, you know what happened? Is this, isn't that the first sign of the apocalypse? You know. That's that's, that's really people hanging. They're like, fast forward through the music. I got to hear about this Brock guy because he's a character. Oh yeah, Jesus Christ. Not, yeah. Yeah. So is Lord, but so is Brock. So is who? You said Jesus Christ. Oh yeah, the Lord is a character, but the, that's a whole different thing. Brock is Brock is not that kind of a character. No, he's the opposite. You know, he he's the lepers and the and the the oh, you know yes. the horrors yes. and everything else. He's that guy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I got a story about him and Gary because Gary reminded me about. Him. I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot about Brock. Okay, all right. Um, <laughs> what are we gonna play? I brought, I brought up look at all the tunes. Um, oh, I didn't bring any tunes. Never mind. What did you bring? <laughs> I've got three, Jr. <laughs> that's three. That's, Tonight, Actually, I had four, games. but you know, I decided to do uh, three. Um, so we're gonna do pay attention. What? Pay attention. I'm, I'm, try, I'm so, What? I'm sorry. Pay to fuck attention. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. It's a, it's, it's a fun tune. It messes with some minors and it flips the, flips the minors around instead of that. It slips. It's just fun. Uh, well, how did you come up with this tune? 
Um, I started the A section and, and decided to flip the B section. That's why. I See, we're ahead. educating the common man about form. They know what A section is now. That's right. If you and listen, people, if you listen to this song, you'll you'll hear one section. It, it repeats, and then there'll be another section. It's different, and that's the B section. And you, you you'll hear this in Taylor Swift's music sometimes. Usually. That's the A. <laughs> Here's the B. It inverts. It's kind of different. Oh, notice the difference, people. Yeah, yeah. Back to the A. Yeah, so, yeah. There will not be a test on this later, people. No. And nobody listening gives a damn. <laughs> nobody playing gives a damn. Oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Unless... You're the sax player. Uh, and you want to know that it's, this song, JR, is A-A-B-A, not A-A-B. I think we might have an A song in our repertoire today, but not an A-A-B. You're the fucking A. You're the A-hole. You are the A motherfucker. Jesus, yeah. peasy. So here, here's pay attention. Okay, let's pay attention. C, C minor for those of you following along in your hymn. The notes. second saddest of all keys. <laughs> It's not A minor, it's C minor. I thought D minor was a set yeah, of Oh, we're on yeah, D minor. It's a little Bach Mozart. Uh, kind of a mock. Fuck tot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, never mind. We what do you, what do you call that? <laughs> a fuck tot piece? What? Lick my love pump. Lick my love pump, that's right. That's right. Pay attention while you're licking right, my love pump. Thank you. 
Isn't that special? <laughs> Isn't that special? <laughs> Vinny's gonna ride in hell for taking more things. <laughs> on a Dodge Viper, I am. <laughs> oh my God! Oh, there you go. Uh, see all my friends down there. Yeah. Yep. I like C minors. It is a very cool key. Yeah, it is a cool key. It, it, this, that was the one thing when I started writing this thing. It was like I, I did it as a swing tune. I'm like, yeah. I just want this to be just straight ahead and nice, nice, cool thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I didn't do that, but you know. But yeah, but I like C minor. Yeah, C minor is a good key. C minor. That, thank, thanks. Is, is that A A B two? Fuck you. That's just A. <laughs> yeah, just, that's A. Just A, motherfucker. Just, just A. There ain't no B's in it. No A. Just A. Ain't no release. Ain't, ain't, ain't no nuns playing that one either. <laughs> ain't no nuns. Ain't no nuns band. So this guy Brock. Yeah. I, oh, I remember Brock. I barely remember Brock. But Gary Johnson reminded me of a gig we did. God, Gary. He's, he's just. He's so. What's the word I'm looking for? Tells you stories and has, you know. So he booked a gig for us. I played with him on New Year's Eve, 1999. Oh, fuck. I forgot about it. 
His wife played piano. Ooh. Apparently, his daughter is a virtuoso uh, violinist. Oh, he's he's dating. She is dating one of Mike MJ's friends, Ned Dunbar. Hmm. Is that the closet he's sleeping in, or save that story closet? for later? No, he's okay. not sleeping in Ned's closet. Ned's uh, Ned's in Ohio University or something. Oh, he's a respectable. Yeah, he has a he has a life okay. and a, okay. a forward motion. You know, yeah. MJ's got. Hey, MJ has forward motion. We're going to speak about this later. He does. Yeah, he's, he does. It's with Southern. It's usually a, there's like a magnetic force that yeah. keeps pulling him to the south. But, but yeah, Texas, Texas. We'll get to this. This is this All is right. for after the next tune. We're, we're right. going to talk a little bit about Brock because I, I <laughs> tell me tell me your story of Brock. <laughs> so Brock is a sax player, and. He's um, he's a decent set. He was, William he was Brockman like, is his name. Yeah, he, and he went by Brock or right. goes by Brock. Right. I think he's still alive. Yeah, according to Gary, but he's kind of cut ties with everybody. Yeah, he's yeah. got some issues. Yep his his family owned Brockman Heating and Air or something oh, like really? that. I think they're 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 very uh, um, they, they, I don't know if they're affluent. Like the hoity-toity of you know the, the Pattersons or the you know or the Coxes of the of, mm-hmm. of Dayton, but they, they've got some money. So it's December thirty first, nineteen ninety nine. Nineteen ninety nine. I don't know if we can put that song, but yeah, that'll give me a little something. Yeah. And we have this gig, and it's at a church somewhere. It was local. It was here in Dayton because I was stationed here back in the day. Back in the day, right? So. I actually brought Lisa to this gig because this is a big deal. It's 1999. We got. A, I think my mom was in town, babysat the triplets, and we we went and I played. And Brock's on the gig, and Gary's wife plays piano. And she's on the gig, and there's like a little stage. It's 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 it's, it's like so typical of like a, a church gig. You know, it's this old older stage and they've got everything set up and there's there's a room behind the stage you know there's a little what would you call that area behind the stage like a green room you know no no but like right backstage behind the right yeah there's That's a like a green room so brock's back there and he's got a cutting board <laughs> and a lime oh he's and making big, drinks and a big size knife He's not making drinks. He's just doing shots of tequila. <laughs> it's got like a bottle of tequila, and he's doing shots with salt and the and the lime, and doing lines of cocaine. Nice, nice, <laughs> nice. I was waiting for that. And doing lines of cocaine, and we're doing you know, brown eyed girl and this and the other, keeping the. The Christian's happy. <laughs> yeah, well, you know. So that's my Brock story. I, I thought he he um the first few times I played with Kim Kelly, you know, you you got you got the band um and and you know, especially with that band when you're playing the big band, there's some players in that band that are are there holding a horn, and they're 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 not the most talented people in the world, but they're just playing a bit part. You know, they're in a big band and they're like the the fourth trumpet player, the, or the third trumpet player, I should say, because the fourth player usually plays jazz. Right. Um, so they're, they're like the third trumpet player, or they're the they're the second alto player, or the or the you know the the, the, the non solo tenor, or 
yeah, yeah, yeah. They're just, they just kind they're of just like kept part of, yeah, it's like, they're, 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 we need a body, let's hire somebody, just shut up and play your bit part, everything will be fine. And then they can play their little parts, right? They don't and, take a solo, they don't take a solo or anything like that, do background vocals, nothing, or they're anything. just, or just, even move their head in the right direction. No, they're just time. very, very quiet, and somebody beats them over the head and tell them to wake up. Brock is not that person. Oh, no, you know, Brock, no, Brock, Brock is, is one He's of these. A character. He's a character um, in in personal life, and then musically, he had, he was a character. And I, I think at one point in time in his his career, I'm sure he could really really play. I mean, he could play something. But he 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 reminded me when I when I first got here and started playing of the guy that was the curmudgeon in that band that was mad at everybody, and he could sit there and play a bunch of stuff, and but he was pissed off. You know, yeah. I, I didn't realize how pissed off he there's, was. There's it was always that person in the band. It's like. The dick. That, yeah, fuck you, assholes. Yeah, I know what I'm doing. Lost. You know, yeah, you're, 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 you know, giving you the dirty looks. Right, right. You're the new guy going, oh fuck, fuck man, I'm never gonna ask that this gig. But Brock, Brock, I didn't realize that part of the reason that Brock was that way is because he was a drug addict, and yeah. he, and he had a terrible, he had a terrible. Par, uh, problem where he his parents kicked him out several times and they, for, they, for, they, for cause yeah for cause you know yeah. and they 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 stopped giving him money you know all this all this crazy stuff and it, and it got to the point where it affected his music but, but Gary gave him money to get his sax back right I'm sure more than once yeah. I'm, I'm sure he did it at least once or twice it. it was like a, a a Mark six Mark six yeah yeah he hawked it mm. um, but mm. the, the the whole point is is that when when Brock sat down to play. You know, you knew that he had he had knowledge and talent, and he could play these tunes. So, like, like he would play some of the combo stuff ahead of time, and, yeah. and he'd be calling these tunes, and, and you'd be you'd be playing, and you you know you just you're just doing your bit part. You realize what's going on at the time. Hayworth wasn't playing piano; it was Jeff Huffnagel before Jeff yeah, Huffnagel. You know, and and you know the group sounded good, and then you listen to Brock Brock play, and you're like. Oh shit! Okay, the guy, the guy, he can the guy, play, man. The guy knows his stuff. He, you know, he had some soul to him. Yeah, he sure did. You know, sure it's did. like he had like this, and I, and this is like a, a, I like where we're going with this because I know people that it's like, is is the um, torture of their soul right what drives right. is that he's, what drives he's like their musicianship? It's like, are you getting a glimpse into the? Their, their inner well think about it I mean I don't I'm not putting him in the level of Jocko or Charlie Parker or John Coltrane but but they, but that's where but, I'm going with they, this. those guys were were tortured beings Mingus you know they spent they spent time and 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 uh, usually in some kind of uh, uh, you know mental establishment for a period of time they were always doing some kind of drugs or alcohol because they were trying to trying to get their chemical balance right on their on their brain and they were always tortured they were always heads and shoulders above the everybody else as far as ability and they looked at you and, and were like oh you know brock wasn't in that vein as far as that, no that but ability. you could hear a you could hear some brilliance. Oh yeah, he had. He had where you're like going, oh, get some. He had, be he like, had, get it, dude. He had, he had some glimpses. Yeah. He had some glimpses of that stuff, yeah. and that, and that's what I remember about him first was there were these he glimpses of, of yeah. ability, and you hear a line or two, and you're going, fuck, you don't okay. And then you wouldn't get it for a while, or he'd get mad, or he'd get angry, or, or he'd be gone for a few minutes during the combo thing, and he'd come back, and he was, you know, drinking tequila or whatever the hell he was drinking, and and you know, you could tell that he he was fucked up, right? You know, but he was. He was one of those guys too that he recognized the people in the group that weren't just the spot the space fillers. He would look at them and go, "Yeah, man, yeah, I I, I hear it. I hear what you're doing. I hear yes. what you're doing." And and he and I he and I had that connection where he was like, "Yeah, man, yeah," and I was like, "Yeah, dude, you sound good, you know." But but he was so tortured 
Yeah. That, that I think I did like maybe two or three gigs with Kim and then Brock was gone. You know, oh, and, really? And, well, maybe it was, and maybe I, I might have been more. Might have been more I think I played in the Kim Kelly band before you. You probably did. You probably did. Because, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure you I did. played a lot with them when I was here. Yeah. In, I think, I think I was your in, replacement in that particular case. I think case. you're, yeah. Because, because, uh, Pete, Pete was doing a lot of the gigs, but I don't think I was doing a lot of gigs with Kim until the early 2000s after you left. You know, or, yeah, yeah, I was playing a lot. Not that time period, ninety nine, two thousand. That's how that's how I met Gary. Right, right. I'm I'm almost you know? I'm almost certain that that's the case. Yeah, but you know, I mean, th- but this I, is, I played a lot of gigs with Brock. Right, right, and I and I played I played my. Well, maybe I didn't play more than two or three. Maybe I played more than that, but I, but I didn't play but, that much. But Kim and Brock were pretty tight. Oh, they were I, very tight. They all went to high school together. Yeah, yeah. You know, and like Gary, this. Gary was in that boat. They went all went to high school together. Yeah, and I always felt like I was kind of an outsider. Well, that's that whole. That's a, That's the way I felt every time I was in. I would go to, to play in that group, and if I would play something different than what they thought that the bass part should be, mm-hmm. like with uh, with uh, um, uh, dancing in the streets, I, I was playing something different than you know. Da, 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 da. I was playing like yeah. I was playing like a like a pop and snap hey, line or something, you know. Like I get to, I get to a break and I play something, you know. And they all stopped and looked like, "What, what are you the doing? Fuck are you doing? That's not how it goes." And and I'm like, "Bugger off, all you people! You know, <laughs> leave me, leave me to fuck alone." And and somebody like Brock would 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 go, "Yeah, you know." I mean, he would he, he would, would recognize it. it. There yeah. was something different, you know. And, but but those yeah those guys yeah. Yeah, that fan. You're going to play that song every At least once. Because I think Kim, that's one of his songs. That's one of his songs. He sings like a certain, you know. He he does that. He does a couple Eagles songs. Yeah. You know, and he does, um, oh, God, I'll forget. He does, um, not Brown Eyed Girl, but what's another um, Jim um, Van Morrison tune? Moondance. Uh, Oh, Gary does Moondance, I think. Yeah, there's another one that Kim does. I'm trying to, it'll come to me. It does, the, 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 but yeah, he the, has the, certain songs yeah. that. But the, the the point of that group and then Brock is that Brock was one of those characters in that group that that made that group interesting and fun, and and but then when he wasn't there, it was like, yeah, no, no, it's, it's not the same, you know. And, and I'm not saying that Brock was the be all and end all of what he needed to be. I mean, Brock obviously had enough demons that that kept him. It was like it was like he wasn't all the way dialed in. He had a lot of talent, and when you had to dial him in to get to the exact right spot, he wasn't exactly dialed in because he was either angry or he was so fucked up he couldn't really play, or or he could play a little bit. But you if know. you got it's like bowling. So when I go bowl, yeah, you have I'm to like, drink I'm enough. Really shit. Yeah, but I get a couple. You get a pitcher, and I start drinking, and I'm like. Get a little better. It's like you another swing, picture. It's like I'm swing like, lubricant. You know, I'm like, yeah. oh, I'm in the zone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the next thing is like, got her ball. Yeah, got her done, ball. Done, done. <laughs> I don't want too many people. Lisa, can you take me home? <laughs> <laughs> I got to walk back to Billy. Uh, I can't. I can't. I can't see the lane. Yeah. So, anyways. Yeah. Let's do one more tune. Okay. We got, uh, let's, uh, well, I guess we can do, we can do moving forward, you know. It's better moving backwards. Well, there's a story behind that, you know. It's uh, it's got. It, I had to. I had to have a uh, almost like an Air Force uh, counseling session with somebody at work today. <laughs> okay, so you served twenty four four years, mm-hmm. retired as a E six tech. Yeah, and like 
that was not your forte. Your forte was playing bass. Right. Being in the band, running charts, running the band, mm-hmm. having those difficult conversations. That's when I think Vinnie Marshall, <laughs> that's like not, that's something more like I would do. Right. I was more like, oh no, that's fucking bullshit. We're right. Gonna, I'm, <laughs> I'm taking care of this bullshit. Right. I would just, I would just tell everybody to go to fuck away. You were a little more patient, a little more forgiving, a little more, yeah. you know. Yeah. No, you're So right. the fact that it, we're to the point now in this world where you are having to have these conversations. Well, here, I'll, I'll, I'll precursor this. We'll start playing and then we'll, then I'll finish this. Okay. So we get a little tease. The, te- the tease is this. And then the, people can fast forward through the tune. tune, to tune to the to the stuff, yeah. So the tease is this. In the Air Force, we work with people that that are on a four-year plan, you know, a yes, stint, yes. right? And yes. in that four years, we have to realize that come hell or high water, mainly, if mm-hmm. you're doing your job, we're stuck with whatever personality we're with. And to top it all off, if you're the, the if you're the guitar player and you are working with me, and I don't like you as a as a as a guitar player, or I don't like your personality, but I like your guitar playing, you have to shut your mouth and do that because you can't replace him. You can't just say, "I want somebody else." I mean, you can try, you fix it, but but you have to fix it. So when you fix it, you, you fixing it can be in a bunch of different ways. Usually, it's it's keeping your mouth shut and and directing when you need to and pushing things around or you jump on them all together and make their life miserable to get them to toe the line and if you do that you have to have enough of a rank difference to make that make that work you right. can do it with a one one rank difference but it, you know it, it not with two rank differences but if you're one rank difference or the same rank forget it you're not going to get that. Yeah. it's getting very difficult to do that so but it, but you know that you have to deal with people, so you have to find a way to, to make things work. Sure, sure. Fast forward this to the civilian world, and this is where I'll leave it. But we'll, we'll play the tune now, and then I'll 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 talk about moving forward into the so civilian this is, world. This with is this. okay, okay. You know, we'll do, we'll do we'll do that. And moving forward is a is a three quarter tune. You know, it's uh, it's an E minor. Not the sense of all keys. A sad key, nonetheless. Nonetheless. But not really a sad. It's not a D minor. It's not exactly Mozart. It's not Bach. It's not a Mark piece. But it is an E minor, which is a nice key. It's a key that I would enjoy playing in. Well, good, we're going to play in it. Right, you know, like a haberdashery you would you would maybe play E minor in a haberdashery thank you Mr. Bean <laughs> okay alright what, so what, what am I supposed to do just sit there and look pretty okay this is something I do well uh yeah okay one two three go ready alright
like it yes it it yes it, it moves pretty good i mean you know the bridge section is nice that was like the really jazzy part i tell you what my favorite part was was the, the beginning of the a section so people following along <laughs> the a section is where the very beginning of the song but there's like this almost kind of this floatiness the first four bars then I, I I could like kind of we almost kind of like we went out and just floated around a little and then brought it right back I thought that was kind of nice like Ron Burgundy and Christine was her face this jazz flute I, I'm floating I'm, flo I'm floating on a unicorn <laughs> or uh, Ghostbusters and she was floating in the bed. Her oh mother. yeah, 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 yeah. She was le she was levitating. Yeah, she was doing yeah. Just, she was doing but it was like that. that. It was like we were levitating. We were levitating. But it wasn't as evil. It was a little and more happy. Zool was not Zool. happy. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And the, the do you broke. want this body? No, no, not at all. <laughs> yeah. Nope. 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 I'm the gatekeeper of Gozier. <laughs> yeah. I can tell you that was a bad time right there back in the 12th century. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. They're gonna do a new Ghostbusters. Who's gonna be in that? Uh, this guy named. Bill Murray. Oh, there's another guy. Um, Dan, somebody. Harold Ramis is dead. Dan. Oh, Dan Aykroyd. Henry. Harold Ramis. Harold Ramis is. He dead. passed about two years ago. Just a little bit more, I think. I think. Yeah. I think, and, uh, maybe so Rick Harris is going to be in there. I'm, I'm, I'm Danny Potts. Uh, what's her name? The hot chick. 
Oh, that's Sigourney Weaver. Sigourney Weaver. Mm. Yep. Moving on. <laughs> so, so moving Maybe forward. Moving well, you know, Let's I mean, talk about Sigourney yeah. Weaver. That's off point. You, well, she, she was really uh, hot in the Alien movies. Oh, that was her best. <laughs> yeah. And she gets in the pod. And she's like in her little underwear. <laughs> <laughs> Settle down, Jr. You're going to start something you can't finish. Uh, <laughs> uh, this show has been brought to you by wow. Viagra <laughs> and Trojans. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't leave a mess when you're done. <laughs> we'll be hearing, oh, we'll be hearing from the Trojans okay. lawyers. Yeah. Sponsored by. Sponsored by Viagra and Trojans. Have both of them in your pocket and you'll go far. <laughs> <laughs> we call it a pocket rocket. <laughs> pocket rocket. Waka waka. Waka waka. Who's from out of town? So I, I like tall women. Well, okay. She's kind of a tall. Slender yes, woman. she's a tall, slender woman. Yeah, this yeah. this that's your that's your type. Yeah, yeah legs that legs that they go yeah. so high up they yeah. form an ass out of themselves. That's my style. Yeah, I like Halle, I like Halle Berry. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But anyways, but anyway, so 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 after you leave the the military and you're forced to work with somebody. Oh, we're going back to well. You, well, that's kind of I'm session. coming back. Yeah, coming back to the yes, unpo- yes, yes, yes. so you're forced to work with somebody where you have to you have to kind of deal with them in the military. So now, when you're outside the military, and you have the principles of the military ingrained into you, right? And then you start working with new people, and you realize after a certain period of time, hey. I don't have to work with this person if I don't want to. And I need to tell them what they need to do to either fix themselves so I want to work with them or they're going away post-haste. Right. I'm not going to wait, waste the rest of my civilian life kissing or mocking or telling somebody something that they want to hear. I'm going to fix them. And if I can't fix them, they're gone. But you have some skills because you were trained. Right. So I know exactly what the hell I'm doing. So this guy is a, is a, he's very, I, I, will, I will tell you all the positive things. He's very enthusiastic. He's very happy to be there. He's, he's so enthusiastic that you want to give him a volume to tell him to calm down. But he's very enthusiastic. And after his enthusiasm, he, he really wants to take care of the customers when they come in. So much so that he wants to do so much for them. It's like, dude, you can't go to their house and like bring them the instrument. You know, I mean, just... It's grand kind of... Kind of a little bit, you know. He's a savantish. Yeah, a little, a little bit, a little bit, but not that, not that intelligent, you know. Uh, but so he... He really wants to do a good job, and he really wants to be a team player, and he really wants to be involved, and he really wants to come up with all these great ideas. But it, but he needs uh, he needs basically a daily dose of value. So he's so he's like the woosah guy, you know. He's like calm, and he's not going to hurt anybody, and he's not going to. But the other thing he does is he he sits on, in the in the chair in this little counter console, and he bounces his leg up and down like the nervous people from high oh, school. You remember you remember those yeah. people. But this guy's this guy's leg is like double high to what we normally do. Like you normally you could you could barely see something out of your eye and you go, Oh, they're really nervous, they're just moving yeah. their legs. Yeah. This guy is almost almost Bouncing knees to chest. You know, I mean it's that high. And you you look at him and you're going, 
um, man, you need to, you need to stop, stop, you know, and he smokes, so he makes it worse and he drinks way too much coffee. So all these things he's doing, it's like the first two weeks he was working with us. I, I told him this, but I, I, uh, I, I told the per, the people above, I said, is it wrong? I, my, I can get my wife's Valium and, and, and we can crush it up. That's legal. That's what they said. And I go, are you sure? Because I can put it in the, in his coffee or his soda or his water. Oh, it's like a Mickey. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, man. That's it's even more illegal. I, I, want, I, mean, I mean, it's illegal enough. To be like you can convince him to take it. It's like you shouldn't be sharing medicine. But if you're just like oh, feeding it to him, I'm not. Be I'm not sharing. <laughs> I'm not sharing anything. It's it's all it's all sub you know subversive. I'm, there's no save. There's oh no sharing. God. Okay, Vinny, that's very illegal. But go ahead. <laughs> well, I, Please, you know. I didn't. I didn't do it. The Air it. Force has taught you how to do these things. <laughs> no, the Air Force has taught me I don't have to stand for this stuff because I can be like Poppy, Popeye. I don't. I, I can't. You know, I can't stand no more. You know, I can't stand it at all. <laughs> so, so when I realized I couldn't value his sodas or his drinks, we came to the conclusion that if he doesn't change his ways. We're all going to go a little crazy with them. So I said, well, I guess I'm going to have to do some kind of counseling session with them. And, I, and, I'll, and I'll do a review. And I'll tell him it's his four-month review. And we'll talk about what he needs to change. And in the process, I came up with a list that I shared with the, you know, you know how you, 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 you share your, your, your notes with your, maybe your supervisor or the commander or something say, this is what I'm going to say. Right. You know, I want you to see this kind of, kind of, I'm going to go through this stuff. Well, I came up with the, the, the three things that he was, the three categories and I decided to call them the good, the bad, and the ugly, Nice. <laughs> you know, because you know, he did do some good things and he, they did a lot of bad or suspect or needs improvement. And the ugly was his smoking. You know, I just couldn't take, take, and I had a lot of com people complaining about his smoking. You know, because the way the military is now, you can't even smoke on the base, right? You know, you can't even smoke on a guitar, but you can't well, smoke on a base. You can't smoke on the base. You, you, you have but to go outside you, the park uh, on it. Right, but 50, 50, there's, 50 there's, yards or whatever. designated spots. And yeah, but the, the, the Air Force is a lot more. Not as lenient oh, yeah. about oh, it as it used all. to be. They're not handing out um, cigarettes in the rations anymore. They, didn't they stop that a long time ago? <laughs> because, World because, War II. World War II. You well, can no, see rations in, with cigarettes. In, in, in basic training in 1983, they had cigarettes in there. Are you shitting me? I kid you not. It was sea rations. I kid you not. Because I tried smoking one of those things. and went, what the? This is terrible. Wow. You're they, older. You're, yeah. yeah. In 1983, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Oh, I went yeah. to basic training Halloween of 1983. Holy cow. Yeah. It's been a little while. Wow. Yeah. I mean, we, we hadn't invaded Panama yet. No, we hadn't even... No, Grenada, you mean. Panama was at just cause in 85. We, we, I don't oh, think we did Grenada. Maybe, maybe we were close. I, I think... I, I, I'm going to stand by what I just said. We had not invaded no, Panama you're right. yet. No, you're right. You're right. We hadn't invaded Panama. You're right. You're absolutely right. You know, not that... You Manuel know. Noriega... Iran Contra crap, you know, Santanistas and yeah, you know, you know. So did you fix this guy or what? So I did. I, I, I did. I pretty much, I, but here's, here's the, here's the thing about this that kill, that kills me. It constantly kills me. Back in the day, I, I have a minor degree, minor in psychology. So people have this idea that I have this sign on my head that says, please talk to me. I'll listen. I don't really want to listen, I, but they'll, they'll come up to me and start spilling their guts. And he's one of those people. And I try, 
to keep people at bay because I don't want to listen to – I mean, I'm a giving man. I'm, I, I think I, I have a bit of a God-fearing complex. You know, I, I mean, I guess it's not a complex. But, but you anyway, give a fuck. I, pretty much, you know, I mean, you know, I, I'm not, I'm not, you know, I'm not heartless. But at the same time, I, you I know, don't give a damn. I, you know, it's like rat's ass. What the so fuck? Much. Leave me alone. So, so I would oh, tell this guy straight away, look. I don't want to deal with you when you're this way. I don't want you to. And so I'm blatantly honest and I'm telling them, this is not acceptable. This is the kind of stuff that is not acceptable. You need to stop doing this. It is just not acceptable to, to do some of the things he's doing. But I tell him, look, I'll give you an example. We have a, a cameras throughout the store from each room. And there's, there's three buildings next to each other. They're not big buildings, but they're like storefronts. The McCutcheons bought, you know, bought these storefronts after different years. So there's, there's, there's cameras and there's like nine little screens in the back by the owner's desk. And the, the, the one manager watches that just in case the door rings and there's nobody at the door, like we're in the other room dealing with the customer. So one day I'm, I'm in there eating my lunch and I'm watching this guy and he, all I see is imagine these these cameras. I see him in one camera one minute, then he walks into the next camera the other minute, then he walks into another camera another minute. This is all. This isn't, this isn't like five minutes here, five minutes there. It's just like he's walking around in a goddamn circle. And and it, but it's not a circle. But is that what he's paid for? Uh, no, he's not paid to do that. Your he's walking. Walk in a circle. He's walking Walk around like live. like he like he's lost his pet cat and he's trying to find it in the damn building. And I'm but it, but he's doing it in a scrambly type of mode. It's not like la 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 la. It's like run, jog, move, you know, and it's it's like it's it's like it's like ricochet rabbit, you know, and I so I look at the at the the uh, this is probably one of the strangest stories. Oh, it's it's, it's it, trust me, it's it. it anyway, bizarre. the point of this is that you know where the 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 the, uh, the 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 show where's Waldo? I know the. Um, it's a cartoonish thing, you know. Yeah, they yeah. talk about Waldo is in this place. I try and they give and find him, Waldo in, a, in, in like a, in um, the cornflakes box or whatever it is. Exactly. You know? Well, this guy was doing it so much. I said, "Look, where's where's Nate?" You know, and and the the uh, um, uh, manager looked at me and I said, "This is like where's Waldo?" We called, so we started calling him "Where's Naldo?" Right. So I demonstrated this for the man. I showed him. I told him, "Go back and sit on Debbie's desk, and I'm going to show you what you've done." So I show him what he's done, and he looks at me and goes, "Oh, I get it." I'm like, "Well, if you get it, why the fuck are you doing it?" And I go, "We've we've called you Naldo now because because we don't know where you are, so it's now where." And I'm just straight up honest with him. And he's looking at me like, oh, wow, you're funny. No, I'm freaking serious. You know, don't do that. Sit down at the desk. I, I said, are you afraid of the desk? Are you afraid of sitting down at the counter? I was, well, no. I said, then why aren't you? And he just looked at me like, you know, like I was being funny. I'm not being funny. I'm trying to be honest. And he just doesn't get it. He just didn't get it. So hopefully he's changed. He won't change. I know he will. But the, but the you thing have to is, give them the opportunity. Correct. And if at you least give them tell the, them, here's here's what you're doing wrong. You need to fix this. Yes. And if you don't fix it, there are consequences. I'm dealing with that at work. Yeah, isn't that fun? <laughs> yeah, you're fun, you're you're in a whole it's not different thing. Fun. It's not fun. It's not fun. But 
That's why the first and the fifteenth pay you. It's necessary. Yeah. Well, and and in those circumstances, to talk in broad strokes, if you're dealing with something that's that's that you have to fix, and you can't fix it by having a rational conversation. Then Which is you, where you always start. You, of course, you handle it at the lowest level. You, you, you use a rational conversation. You point it in such a way where you understand A, B, and C aren't right, person. Fix A, B, and C. And this is why. Because if you don't fix A, B, and C, there's problems here. There's but problems there. We get a lot of training in this. Play a little bass, will you? Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. So Lisa is working at Keller Williams, and she's telling me about um, this, this people like yelling at one another at work or telling people, hey, that, you know, chastising people, you know, in front of other people. And I'm like, that's not the, you know, way to go about fixing things. And, I, and she's, you know, telling me about the whole situation. I just said, you know, praise in public, chastise in private. Right. She said, what? Yes, leadership 101. You don't call people out in front of everybody else and expect that they're going to respond to that. Unless you really think peer pressure is going to work. Well, even then, I don't know. I think that I'm going to pull you aside and say, hey, you screwed this up. Don't do that. And if you do it in such a way where you pull them across, because you can use peer pressure in a different way. If you pull the, if you chastise them and pull them off to the side and the rest of the peers see, you're getting yelled at by the big boss. That all that has an ability to have an effect as well. Well, true, and there's you know different techniques for different places and different modes. So when you were basic training at Lackland, when you showed up down there, you didn't know shit of how to do anything, right? Right. And, and you had to go. You had to eat. They had, you got to feed the trainees, right? And we have a certain way what, that we want the trainees to go through the dining facility, right. which we used to call... Sidestepping, the chow hall. The yeah. chow hall. And, and now it's DFAS. DFAC. Facts, fast, Dining whatever. facility. Oh, DFAC. that's right, DFAC. That's right. Beg your pardon. But, but when we went through, you had to have like both hands on the tray. You sidestepped. You know, and you, there were certain things you had to do to get had, through the... You had to wait till when you when you sat down, you had to have four people at a table. You stood up and you were at attention until yeah. all four There's people... All, all these little things. said, Airman, please be seated. Yes. But as you're going... The first time you go through the line, you don't know what the what you're doing. So what the training instructors do is they light one person up. You do not talk like this. You walk side by side. You put your hands on that tray. You understand me, trainee. And then what happens is about 20 people in the line behind go, oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, uh, that's uh, management by fear. <laughs> well, well, what, what it is is like you make that spectacle. Because this is a little different way of going about. This is, not the per- this is not what you do in corporate America. No. This is not what you do at Keller Williams. It's not what you do at Apple. It's not what you do at Dick's Sporting Goods. This is what you do when you're indoctrinating people into the military. You make an example of one person, and everybody else goes, oh, shit. I better straighten up. You know what I'm going to do? Hands on the table, man. I'm going to walk sidestep, and I'm going to put my hands on the tray, and I'm going to do exactly... And the people behind, hey, hey, put 
both hands on the tray. You don't get it's you make an example of one person, and then suddenly everyone goes, "Oh shit, we know." Yeah, know what they're gonna do. Right, they know what they're doing down there. They've been doing this for well. We've been doing, you know, we've been brainwashing people for since uh, George Washington. Uh, prior, yeah, since the British Articles of War, and you know. Probably since the armies of Rome. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it's like this is not this is not new. How we go about basic training in the military, but outside of that, we get a lot of training on how to actually properly chastise. Well, yeah, correct. How, how to how to set standards, enforce standards properly. We get, tra- we get a lot of training on it. And that's one thing that a lot of people in the corporate world just don't get. You know, you don't get to go to six weeks of, of supervisor training. Our, our E4s, the, they don't make a lot of money. No, 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 no. They don't. They, they can't go through all that. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're rising to be NCOs. Right. They go through a five-week course about how to be a supervisor. And they learn about Tuckman's Ladder. Do you know Tuckman's Ladder? Yes, you do. It's the stages of a team building. I'll give you the first one. You can give me the rest. Forming. Unforming. I don't fucking know. Storming. I don't know. Norming and performing. You don't I don't know, know that. Know that taught, that's what we were taught in no, Airman Leadership no, School. No. What school did you go to? I thought we were in the same Air Force. I did all that stuff before you. Oh, you went to like preparatory school. Or I went to NCO preparatory course. Then I went to I two weeks of that. And then I had uh, leader, leadership school, but it was only a month long. Is that right? A month long? Is it, yeah, know, six maybe. Months, or six weeks. Well, now it's a month long. It's, it was a month long. It's then. five weeks now. But yeah. It keeps varying. But, but no, I didn't yeah. have all that stuff. I, I promise you. I didn't storming. have all that stuff. No. I did not. Storming. No. I never had. There was no storming. I did, forming. It was not. No, there was no storming. Performing. No. I, and, I did some performing, but I didn't do any storming or there's performing. There's a sixth or a fifth one now. It's called a journey. Yeah, no, I didn't do that stuff. I'm almost certain. I'm almost now. Look, I've been out of the military for a while, and I've forgotten a lot of things. I admit it. So but I don't know. Forming that. is like you're getting to know one another, right? Oh, hi. How are you? You you get in a new team, right? You get a new band. My, my, you get to put it in, in a band perspective, right? Perspective. You, you put in a new band. band. You're like, oh, hey, how are you? Hey, man, how you are start, you? You, you start, start like play bass. Play hey, what do you do? And someone plays, and, and then somebody in, in the rehearsal goes, "Hey, let's go back to letter A." Who the fuck are you to say go back to letter A? I'm running this rehearsal. Oh, no, you're not. That's storming. We get into the storm. Then we start to like get a little power struggle. And then then we kind of figure out, oh, well, so-and-so is better. You know, you start to have norms. You get to norming. And once that happens, we, we understand everybody's roles. Right. In, in the rehearsal and in the band, we start performing. The band starts to make progress. Forming, storming, norming, performing. It's like, it's called Tuckman's um, Ladder or something like that. I, I'll take your word for it. I'm not, I'm not trying it to... It makes sense. Yeah, it just makes perfect sense. Yeah. Uh, the, the, one, the one little last thing I'll tell you about the whole thing is I spent most of this, this session that my, my uh, uh, other assistant manager was with me. And I wanted him there because I did. I wanted to have a unified front, and I wanted us to be involved in this, this um, 
review or, or, or <laughs> conflagration. Somebody shows up and they're like, this, all these people are there that they're like, what are... Oh, it's intervention? It was almost, it was almost intervention. But, but the, uh, the point is, is I wanted him, him there so that he could be involved in this whole thing so that it wasn't... It was, he's he, your it was, boss? No, no. He's, he's, uh, he's um, my uh, peer. We're, oh, okay. we're, we're both assistant managers. Oh, okay, gotcha. The lady that is my boss knew what I was doing, and I sent things up, and she says, you have it exactly right. Handle your business. Like, well, no problem. I trust you. And uh, then the owner was the same way. Handle your business. Everything's fine. So, But the but the, the peer was here, the other assistant manager to hear what was going on, and I was hoping that he would say something and chime in because I had a whole list, but I didn't want to be the only guy talking. Much like this podcast, I talk a lot, <laughs> and, I, and, I, and I talk probably more <laughs> You know, 70, wow. 75 to his 25 or 83 to his 17. Oh, really? Yeah. I, 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 hey, I'm talking over here. I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'll yeah, shut yeah, up. That's right. Anyway, the, the, point, the point of the whole conversation. Moving forward. Yeah, moving forward. The point of the conversation is is that we get done and and the, the, the guy that's getting the review goes goes out to have a cigarette. And, and of course, well, we sent him out there to have a cigarette because well, yeah, yeah, as we're as I'm talking to him, he, st- he slowly starts crawling up into a ball. <laughs> I, I finally told him, I said, look, you started this conversation sitting down very open and, and, and inviting about comments and criticisms. And you're starting to get into the fetal position. You need to you know, realize that this is not designed this way. You need to take this stuff in, in, in criticism, but, you know, constructive. It's constructive. Criticism, constructive. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I'm sorry. Okay. We're not making fun of you. Yeah. yeah. But, but, yeah, we, we, we just, want, we're just we stating the facts. We want to help you get better or, or be a better team member. Or, or fill out the paperwork right way so when we do get rid of you, we, you have cause. The, the, the point of the, the last part of this is that the, the, the uh, assistant manager, Chris, we go out, he goes out to smoke, and I, I say to Chris, I said, well, that went him well. He goes, well, yeah. He says, he says I think you, uh, you you handled yourself great. And I said, well, did I say enough? Did I say too much? He goes, no. He says, you covered all the points that I was thinking of. He says, he says in fact, I didn't say anything because you covered the points. I go, well, I was kind of hoping for you to you know chime in a little bit. And he goes, look, the world needs back, backup singers. And I just looked at him like, Okay. All right. Very good, Paul Abdul. I appreciate it. You know, <laughs> the, world needs the world needs backup singers. I'm just going to uh, sit here and let you finish. Not, yes, but you could have at least come on stage. Right. You could at least <laughs> you, you approach the microphone. You know. Wait. He's approaching. No, nope, he's not. You, you could have at least sung a note. It well, didn't have. You didn't have to take the lead on it, but you could have. So, so chimed backup singers. Chime in. Man. Well, here, here's the deal. So, Lowry, so Lowry. When, when this when this particular happens, and you're listening to this podcast years later, because Nate, Nate, the guy that we, we reviewed, went postal and came to work, I'll be the person that he shoots because I'm the only person that he talked to, or I'll be the only person that he doesn't shoot because he felt like that it was a good constructive criticism thing. You were the only you're one. The that only told person me the truth. that understand. You're the only one that told me the truth, and I'm a stupid ass motherfucker. All these other assholes, fuck them. <laughs> And I'm just going to be sitting here going, Nate, we need to have a counseling session. You know, you want to put down the weapon? And the coffee. And, and the, the Starbucks. Coffee. Hopefully, yeah. Oh, God, please put down the Starbucks. Yeah. So that, that's, my, that's my story. And you're sticking to it. And I'm sticking to it twice. All right. It's time to take me to the Weller. Oh, yeah. This is where Vinny tells a great story. Or I tell a story. These stories are related to maybe our time in the military or on the bandstand. It could be anything. It could be a deployment story. It it's could, not today. 
but not today. It could be from basic training. Sometimes when we were maybe sent somewhere to play in a city, a tour, a road tour. It's not today. That's not today. It's going to be life in the dormitories. Ooh. I lived in the dormitories when I first came in. Did you here. really? How yes, long did, did you live in the dormitories? Uh, over a year. A little over a year. I lived in the dormitories for eight. But you came in back in the dark ages. 1983 is not the dark ages. I came in in 90... I got there in 93. So, yeah, I have you by 10 years. Yeah, a decade later. A decade later. We were a little more sophisticated. We'd gone through Reagan. Well, I, Reagan was in my, my wheelhouse there, pal. Reagan was well, the one that gave me the him. 11% raise in 1984 where I went, oh, holy crap. How much did you get? It was 11.1 or 11.4% raise. He, yeah. he, 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 he killed it. That guy, yeah. that guy was a saint to the military. Yeah. You know, maybe, yeah. Anyway. Um, you can make a case that he's, yeah, the father of the modern military. Uh, as a president. Cause, cause, as a president. Yeah, because um, Carter didn't do anything. No, Carter. Carter. Ford didn't do shit. No. You know, oh, Ford, every, everything Ford had before it. that was, was um, a different military because it was. Post-Vietnam. It was and, a draft. It was, was not oh, an all-volunteer. It was a draft. It was post-Vietnam yeah, where, so you, where you're dealing We ended up that. coming to, to an all-voluntary military. And it didn't really. It was not successful until Reagan. Um, well, because be, because think about it, people weren't racing toward the military after Vietnam. In fact, Hell it was no. it was, in fact it was the opposite. Yeah. When you gave them a choice and took away the draft in what seventy four, seventy five, seventy five, something like that. You, you were you going to go in if you were going to get drafted? No. Were you going to get go in if you weren't going to get drafted? No. The, the there was people, no benefit to going. No, in. people thought that that was ridiculous. Ridiculous! It wasn't worth their time. Judges sent people there instead of going to jail. My, my father—that's the quality of people. My we father, had. the state policeman, when he caught people that were doing something wrong, and he thought that they were going to be better. He says, "Look, fella," he says, "I won't take you to jail." He says, "But I'm going to take you over to the over to the marine recruiter. You have two choices, you know." And, so yeah, so the military was a step above jail, right? That's well, where the military was. That's right. pretty fucked up. Yeah, it was pretty. It's fucked not up. where we are now. No, we're, we're, people can't get in. Right. Right, it's it's at the point People right now where not where where because it's, they're not qualified, right. or they have medical issues, or the or skills that they need intellectually they don't they have. Don't, they can't. It's and it's changed because back in the day you could sign your name on the ASVAB test and they went, "Hey, congratulations, you made it." At least you're in the army. Well, at least Even the, the army. army now is like, no, we're not. No, we're people. gonna we're gonna be we're gonna be a little bit more selective. We have standards and, yeah. and people are kind of banging on the doors to get right. in. I got and, people calling me like. How do I get in the Air Force? Right. I'm trying to get my kid in the Air Force. How do I get him in the Air Force? I'm like, hey, man, this is not, this not, is not as, like back not in the as day, bro. It's not as easy as you're making it. No. Because no, we're easy. offering skills. Right. And these skills transfer into big bucks on the outside. You do four years in Intel? Yeah. <clears throat> Cassidy, Cassidy, my stepdaughter, is doing uh, a supply right now, but she wants to get her degree in accounting, and she's working on it now with the Air Force. And yeah. she's she's either going to be done it in six years and go out and be an accountant after that, or she's going to take her accounting skills and she's going to do it in the Air Force. Right. The nice thing about it is, is that she'll have a she'll have a viable skill after after really a, a very short period of time. Six years is yeah. not that long, you know, for any of that stuff. When you came in, you were working with people that were that came in in the Vietnam era, right? And that were I, criminals, or criminals, or whatever, or, or whatever. Or, 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 or not they, very. They're not very skilled. Well, back in the day, yeah. the the band was one of the few people that that had degrees. 
you know, ban- they they figured out the percentages back in 1983. Like that one, like one percent of the of the mili- of the enlisted force was uh, were degreed. What? Some crazy thing. One percent or four percent? I think it might have been four percent. Wow. And wow. and of those four those four percent, the ban was like you know one percent of it. I mean, a quarter of the percentage of the of the people that that were enlisted that were um, uh, educated were were banned guys. You know, yeah. now I know it's not the case, but you know it was back then. You know, and and, and it's well, yeah. it, you know it was it, it made for made for a uh, uh, different air force. We'll just say it that way. But um, it's pretty kick ass right now. It is kick ass. So so my uh, my my go to the Weller story involves a dormitory. I've told some dormitory stories. Um, this particular one um, is about um, life in the dormitories and the idea of of how much privacy you get. Oh boy! Yeah, I used to lock my. So I used to share a bathroom, and I would always lock the. Sure, you would absolutely lock it because I'm taking a dump. Right, sure. But I forget to unlock it, and he'd have to go, go, and then be like beaten. I'd be gone. I'd be at work. Yeah. Oh, he hated me. I'm just you know the absent-minded professor. But but this we had a communal bathroom back then. We we didn't have we didn't have. Uh, right, so you uh, had more like a share. gymnasium. Yeah, it was like it was yeah. like everybody goes the to the showers, and then it, yeah. it improved over the years where we had separate shower stalls as opposed to all showering in the same place. But the the second the second part of this is that that my um, there was a guy in the band. He played baritone. He was a dorm manager, and he and I became friends. And he was a very nice guy, and he but he really wanted to to me to to occupy his time and, and do stuff with him and everything right. else. And there was a limit to how much I wanted. I, I, I liked the guy, but it was like he was constantly, you know, hey, you want to go here? You want? No, I just want to. No. Right. No. So he was lonely and he, he was, was looking for, you know, for a, a girlfriend. And my sister, Valerie, who was 11 months younger than I am, was, was that same thing where she was, she was trying to find a, you know, she wanted to take care of somebody. She was really, and so it seemed like the perfect, perfect introduction for both of them. So I brought, right. brought him home and they introduced and they, they got, they were they hit it off. And she would come down to the base and she would stay with him in his room. Now, back in the day, that was that was possible. Now, you know, that that you can't do any of that stuff. You get caught with that. That becomes problematic. But but it was such such a thing back then that it there was there was a little bit more latitude, I guess. So they had just got engaged. It was this big deal. About right? what year? This was like 1984. 485. Okay. So they got engaged and they, everybody kind of had like a dorm party where we're having a thing. And, and the one gentleman, his name is Scott, Scott Vignasi. Who we talked about last episode. Who we talked about last episode. Scott um, was, a, was a very nice guy, but Scott had, had a little bit of some weird tendencies as far as he was a, he was a practical joker and he liked to do some, some, you know, I think he's probably regretted it in his years later, but you'll you'll understand in a moment. So um, every dorm room was set up in such a way where they had the solid door, and then above the door there was a there was a vent, and the vent was 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 meshed, but you could kind of see inside the vent. But it was above the door, and the idea behind it was is it gave there was no other than the windows inside. You know, if something happened, you know, you you needed a to, to vent the vent the room, that was the only real way to do it, other than the windows. But the windows were you couldn't open them up. Right. So um, 
my uh, my brother, my future brother-in-law, and my sister are celebrating their you know their uh, uh, engagement, and the party's happening. Everybody's happy. We're all drinking. Everything's good. But it gets to a point where it's an obvious end where Jeff and and my sister Valerie want to spend some quality time together. And away from from everybody oh, yeah, else, sure. right? Sure, you know. I mean, they're getting engaged. You know, you go figure, right? Time to get busy, right? You know, yeah. And then we're talking about my sister, so you know, you know, I don't think about it that way, but yeah. You've got to consummate the marriage, Ben. No, they, they're, they're engagement. You don't consummate the engagement. They haven't, oh, got, they haven't got married yet. No, no, they haven't got married yet. It's just oh, the engagement. Oh, they just had the engagement party. I'll, I'll turn it down. Yeah, yeah. Well, you wait till the other part. You know, hold on. I'm not done. Anyway, that's what she said. Yeah, well, probably not. <laughs> um, Okay. Hold on. It's wait a minute. You know. It, Are you through yet? Yeah, it's about time. Um, so any, <sighs> anyway, they are they they kind of give that give us the you know. Oh, I'm tired. I'm ready to. Oh, we're gonna call it a night. It's been a long day. Okay, good you guys. You guys. Yeah, well, we, you uh, it's good to see you. You know. So everybody kind of meanders off to their own room, except our boy Scott. Big nasty guy. guy. So Scott, um, Jeff and Valerie closed the door, and obviously they're um, they're you know laying down on the bed and they're talking and they're relaxing and everything else. And Scott, in his own fashion, decides that he's going to be a voyeur and he's going to look through oh. the vent. So Scott, creepy. Yeah. Well, yeah. So Scott gets gets a, a step ladder. And he proceeds to, to walk like Elmer Fudd, be very, very quiet. We, we hunting engaged people. Um, and he, he, gets, he gets in front of Jeff's door. And Jeff kind of hears this because the vent is obviously open. And so you can hear some of the noise. And you can see through it. And, and on top, you can hear, you can it, hear right? it. So So Jeff is like looking at my sister, giving her the shh. She's like, I don't understand what you so he's listening, and he hears Scott set up, and he hears Scott get up, and he hears Scott take a moment to start looking in the vent, and Jeff opens the door and goes, hey, man, what are you doing? And he goes, oh, well, oh, Jesus. He goes, are you trying to look in? He goes, um, uh, no, no. Well, then what I, else would you well, be doing? Yeah, I was just checking for lint and, you know, <laughs> looking for dirt, and, and yeah, this one is really dirty. Oh, yeah. This is not a drying machine. This yeah, right. This is, is not the washer, right? Yeah. So, so Jeff kind of figures, he catches him in the act. Scott picks up his stuff, and he goes back to his room. So you would think that would be enough. Oh, no. So Scott apparently figures enough. that if he got caught the first time, that Jeff really wouldn't put it together, and he would get back in the room and go, okay, now it's I time. Sure I'm, I'm, that guy will never do that again. Where were we, honey? So... He gets back into the room and Jeff closes the door and he continues to look at my sister and gives him the shush, gives her the shush because she know he knows Scott, and Scott did the same damn thing. You see, they were kind of Jeff and her were kind of talking. Oh, honey, it's so good to see you, you know, and and it's nice to be with you. And you hear Scott doing the same thing, so he's up there again looking in, and Jeff opens the door and like. Hey man, seriously? Enough is enough. You know, come on. You know, I mean, now now we're past funny. This is now, you know, Sergeant Vignasi, what the fuck are you doing, right? So so Scott, you know, kind of creeps back to his room and and nobody says anything about it. And and Jeff decided not to not to say anything to the commander, to the shirt or anything else. He just decided to leave it alone. Well, about two months later, maybe a little bit more, Scott PCS is to go to Germany. 
So Jeff decides he wants to get him a present. So Jeff and I had talked, and I said, you know what, you could get him. And he goes, what? I go, you can get him one of those those louvers like you stick in the window, to, like a screen, you know, and you could have everybody sign it. And he goes, oh, that's perfect. So when he gets everybody to sign it, he tells everybody in the band what the story was. So he gets them to sign it after he's told the story. So only the, you know, the 20 people in the dorm or the 15 people in the dorm knew about the circumstances, maybe less. But now all 45 people knew the story, including the commander. And and Scott was like, and he presented it to Scott at the, at the last rehearsal he was at. And he told, he told the band, you know, he he said, or he told Vignasi, he said, I want you to know that I, that I, I really want to give this to you on your way out. And I, and I made sure that when everybody signed that, I told them why that I was giving it to you. Uh, it was beautiful. It was perfect. It was like, it was like the best possible thing you could do. So that, that's, uh, that's my Scott Butler story. You've been listening to a story about the Air Force Band. Some of these stories are true. Some of these stories are false. Some of these stories are exaggerated to protect the innocent people of the United States Air Force. Thank you very much. Please drive through. So there you go. Good story. Yeah. We got time for another tune. Oh, okay. We got one more one tune more left. So we got, yeah, we got, we got uh, the tune called "Florida Bound." Why would you write a song called? I mean, I'm I might retire and go to Florida, so I might be Florida Bound. But I did not write this, so I'm kind of curious. So, so where's where's Mezzanotti living? Tampa. Okay, Mez is in Tampa. Clearwater's near Tampa, right? Somewhere Clearwater's, close. Yeah. Tampa, St. Pete. Yeah. I think it's yeah. It's the three. Ci- it's like the three cities: Tampa. St. Pete and Clearwater, I think. Yeah, Clearwater might be north. Yeah, north. I think it's, yeah, I think, yeah, you're, I think right. you're right. I think it is north. Yeah. So, so the precursor, precursor, the teaser to this story before we play this tone, is this story is about the person that that uh, is our first sponsor on 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 base and off point. He just doesn't know it. Um, we've told more stories about him than we've told about anybody else. Michael Jackson. No, uh, it's MJ, but it doesn't stand for Michael Jackson. <laughs> It's Michael Jacob. You know. Oh, Michael Jacob. Oh, I was close. My, my, step, my stepson. My, my wayward lost son. So the last son. time we checked in with my... <laughs> the last time on the adventures of MJ, he returned from Texas, was unwelcomed at the house. Then he left. His mother said, no, you're a grown man now. You're on your own, son. The call to adventure <laughs> has lit your fire. You can't come back to the house. So the last time we saw MJ, he was living in a closet of a good friend's house. Living the dream of a young man in Dayton, Ohio. This is where we pick up our story. <laughs> uh, let's let's play Florida Bound Bound the, first. The, the Adventures of MJ. <laughs> All right, so this is this 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 is where the title comes from. And we, once again, if you can make it through the song <laughs> and pick us up on the next end after the song. 
will let you know what's really happening with MJ now. It's something, it's not to do with Florida. It's not Texas. Pflugerville is gone. Pflugerville is no longer in the picture. There's another story. But stand by. <laughs> First. Uh, we'll, we'll return after this song. Florida Bound. Here we go. What, what key are we? What the hell? Are we? We're in the key of A. Okay. Do I have to play? What am I supposed to? Oh, I gotta play. Oh, yeah, I gotta play that part. Oh, this is yeah. This is this is this is a very nice little. Yeah, yeah. And then we get to we get to like it. Yeah. Yeah, let's get that little. All right. Yeah. Here we go. I hope you like it. Thank you. 
Ooh, I liked it. I liked it a lot. Yeah. And now so after I. after hearing all the preface to it, I like it even more. <laughs> so um, so MJ has informed us after sleeping in closets and <laughs> staying with other people that you gotta stay somewhere. Well, you know, and, and the Holiday Inn is right out apparently. Um, well, that costs money. Well, of course he has money, but he chooses to use it in. Other ways, I don't know. As opposed to rent. Yeah, he bought a knife. You know, I mean, oh, that's nice. You know, that's I mean, that's not rent, but you know, whatever. No. So, like yeah, yeah, he he did whatever. So, MJ informs us that he's met this girl at Taco Bell. Oh. Now, la, la, now la. the the difference between his flugel flugel girlfriend. She sounds very Mexican. Yeah, she's got it all. He met they they shared Baja Blast drinks and a chalupa. Um, caliente. <laughs> she sounds very uh, very uh, caliente. So uh, she's, uh, she's a senorita. senorita. <laughs> I can picture her. Right? Yeah, yeah. Just just talking about Woo! Baja Blast, I can picture her. Oh my! No, so so uh, apparently he met her at um, at, at How the did Taco he do Bell. so well? She sounds hot. Well, I don't know if she's hot or not, caliente. and 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 this is an aside to his this whole story because he meets her and discusses stuff, and she tells him that he is he's not sleeping in her closet. No. Okay. No. And there's a reason behind that, but I, I would I have to find a good way to phrase it. Okay. Um, the, so the, the, this is so mysterious. <laughs> With MJ, everything, everything's, everything's phrased. How does this work? I don't understand. <laughs> so he, he meets her at the, at the Taco Bell, and they talk about life, and apparently he was trying to figure out a way to sleep in her closet, I guess. And, oh, wow. And, and uh, um, he's, she said, you can't sleep in my closet because I'm a lesbian. And, <laughs> and, and uh, this one's really hot to like. What the <laughs> sec okay, second of all, second of all, you, you, you can't sleep in my closet because I'm going to Florida. And I'm out of the closet. And I'm out of the closet. And um, I'm going to Florida and... If you come with me to Clearwater and you can ride with me, you could be my roommate and you can get a job at Red Lobster. I will get you a job at Red Lobster for $13 an hour and you can live down in Florida. All these things sound promising to me only because he's not, you know, harbored by the idea that he has a, he has a sexual chance with this woman like he did with a girl in Pflugerville, <laughs> you know. So the friend zone exists. The lesbian zone. I say he doesn't have a chance in hell. Oh, okay. He does not have a chance. Yeah. The Flugerville girl, you know, he was hot to trot for. That's his business. But you know, whatever. But and he and he left Flugerville because the the Flugerville girl was dressing in lacy underwear for boyfriends that she was traveling four hours to see. So not not this girl. She's dressing dressing in lacy underwear to chase women. You know, so MJ MJ's not even going to get a chance to get lucky, you know. So, but he he's going to go. He's decided that he's going to go to do this. So can he surf? I don't know what he can what he can do at this point. I'm hoping that he can live on the beach because at least it's cold. At least it's not cold there, or as cold. Can he serve lobster? Well, I know I think his deal is is that the first thing he's going to do is 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 bust tables. But he is not the kind of person that likes cleaning off dishes. So I can't imagine him picking up dishes with food on it, let alone seafood, because he doesn't like seafood. 
So it would be interesting to see. It's already problematic. I'm just waiting for it to crash and burn. It's just a question of how far he goes before it does. But, you know, Chrissy and I decided that we were going to support him and and tell him, you go with your lesbian friend and you enjoy yourself and make something of yourself, son. Here are these three magic beans. No, I mean, here's here's, here's a backpack. Here's socks and underwear. You go forth and you go do it. You know, and and we had him over and, you know, had some pizza and, you know, shared the love and told him that, you know, we hope that he'll make something of his life and do everything else. And he was supposed to leave on Tuesday, Wednesday. Today's Wednesday. No, today. today. Oh, he left today. No, he was supposed to leave today. Oh, okay. Uh, And then he said he was going to be back for Thanksgiving. It's next week. Right. So, (laughs) so... I I still have a hard time understanding the the whole lineage because if he goes to Florida and gets himself a job, do you think they're going to let him go back to 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 vacate with his mom for a week and uh, over 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 Thanksgiving? No. There you go. So in my mind, why doesn't the girl wait until after Thanksgiving to go so she doesn't have to drive all the way to fuck down there and turn because she's going to drive back with him for because she she's, she's got she's got apparently I guess I don't know. You know, I mean, I, I I suppose she does. I I at this at this point I this I don't know. <laughs> it's 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 just waiting. There are multiple shoes. You know, like the drop the mic thing. Well, this is multiple shoes waiting to drop. Does she have a job? When's she coming back? Is she going to take him with him? You know, we're going to yeah. need more next episode. Well, yeah, there, there's got to be more. Cause Continuing adventures of MJ. This is this is like back in the day where you know he, where we're. Who knows? Cereal. The shadow knows. Yes, it's Lamont like, Cranston. Yes. The shadow. And will will MJ will, will MJ find a job? Will he come back alive? Will he leave it all? Does Red Lobster work for MJ? Why isn't there a Red Lobster in? Wait a minute, there is in Ohio. Does his lesbian's friend girlfriend smell like Red? No. <laughs> Fish. <laughs> oh my God! Help me! Help me, please! Help me, please! I can't! I can't do this. <laughs> well, MJ, get that joke. <laughs> this and more on the next episode of The Adventures of MJ. All right, that was fun. I really enjoyed that. Thank you. And no, no animals were hurt in the making of this sh- episode. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, <sighs> poor kid. Well, you know, I mean, if he does something with himself, he's not going to be poor. <laughs> he may be a kid, but he's not poor. Let's hope he does something with himself other than, other than that. Oh. His fingers might have smell like seafood. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Explicit, explicit. Explicit. Sorry. Uh, explicit. <sighs> At least they didn't say anything about your, you know, your sister. <laughs> now, Vignasi would have done that. Loaded, loaded, loaded. So, one one last thing before we roll. Okay. I've been watching this thing on HBO. It's called The Watchmen. Oh, tell me about it because I've oh seen previews, but I haven't God. seen anything. It's so Lisa hates it. It's giving her nightmares, so she won't watch it anymore. <laughs> But so it's based on I think a DC comic called The Watchmen, and there was a movie called The Watchmen, which was really kind of out there. Have you seen the movie The Watchmen? No. Okay, so you got to see that because there's this there's this whole um, 
it's, it, I would call it an alternate reality. Yeah, I've got a gameplay. Yeah, it's yeah. like an alternate. It's like it's still the United States. There's still people that you would know, like Nixon. And, but, but Nixon and, was elected for a third term. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like it's like that wacky, you know. So in this version, Robert Redford is the president. You know, and the real and, Robert Redford, yeah, or, it's, or it's, an actor. No, no, no. Robert Redford's not in the show, but he's like the actual president of the United States of America. Oh, like Donald Trump got elected Robert yeah. Redford. Okay, well, yeah, yeah. help me out. Keep me on the you're, straight and narrow. You're doing good. You're, you're tracking. And um, things are really... There's actually some superheroes that have contributed to the, you know, the state of where America is right now, and, and villains as well. Wolverine? No, no, it's none of the characters from any other. Um, they're characters from The Watchmen. Okay. So you have to follow The Watchmen. To it's Victor Man. Uh, yeah, like um, Dr. Manhattan, who was this guy who accidentally um, destroyed all his molecules and then came back as like a super, superhuman with like all this knowledge and now he lives on Mars. Wow. Yeah. It's kinda kooky. Yeah. There's some crazy stuff. And then there's like um so in this in this um show the police have to wear masks because people go after cops and their families. So they have to be like protected by wearing masks. And um there's like racist issues and then there's a lady this is a great scene there's this Asian lady who's making this it's like a clock tower it tells time but I think it has something to do with the future we don't know yet we don't know yet she needs to buy more land and she's in Oklahoma and she goes to this couple's home and, and she wants to buy their land and they're like no, no fuck you you can't have our land so I anticipated you saying that but I know that you went to a fertility clinic five years ago to have a child and you were unsuccessful. So what is your legacy? The legacy is your land. You have no child to give it to. I, you know, the owner of this huge conglomerate, science, whatever, this, that, the other, she like kind of infers that she could get them a child of their own and the lady goes bananas she's like fuck you get out of here get out of my house you misunderstand me I'm not saying I could create you a child I have created your child (laughs) she tells people to come in and they bring a baby in (laughs) and it's this is this is your baby from you this is the actual we took your DNA from your you know, trying to get pregnant before and we've created your baby. So you, you've got 30 seconds to sign your deed over. And the guy's like, I was like, he's got your eyes. <laughs> and like, ah, where do I sign? It's just, you know, and then uh, Jeremy Irons is in it. And he's like, uh, kind of, I think he's like a super villain. I haven't figured it out yet, but he's able to, um, He's, he's apparently, like, sequestered in a certain, like, area where he can't leave. It's gorgeous. I mean, it's, he's in this castle. He's these people that, you know, 
or his servants and he just can't wait to get out of there he's trying to break out so we don't know what's going to go because he's a smoker there. maybe yeah maybe but um, it's really out it's really out if you feel like out shit watch me I'm like every Sunday night I'm like I'm staying up till nine you rebel, you. I know, I know. I'm staying up to nine. I'm, I'm, and I'm and, that, if, and if it goes past 10 o'clock, I might have to hit the record button. Well, the, the rebel part is I'm like, I'm switching over from football to watch this shit. You know, so. Well, football and I have lost a little bit of love because the Eagles have, have pretty much tanked their season as far as I'm concerned. They lost to the Patriots 17-10. They could have won that game multiple times. My guy got his helmet taken off. Yeah, you finally showed me head. the video. Holy <laughs> God, he got the crap beat out of him. Not really. I mean, well, I mean, you know, I mean, figuratively, I guess, as far as the, you know, the the, the flailing and, and wailing part. I've never seen when someone have their helmet take it off their own head. And then use it against them. Yeah. That's kind of. Um, you know, you figure the brown guy wouldn't like it. The Browns guy wouldn't like the, their own helmet. They'd take it off and start whacking them. If I if yeah, I had a helmet it? on, I'd take the if damn. Br- if I'm going to do that, I'm taking that. I'm going to swing Probably it Probably the ugliest fucking that, helmet. That, that whole uniform was terrible looking. Yeah. There's, the Browns. Yeah. But and, they, and they won, too, though. Yeah, well, we're we're short a lot of. For those of you that don't know, I'm a Steelers fan, born and raised in Pittsburgh. So, I kind of enjoyed the ending with the fight in in the center, trying to. The center is beating on the guy that hit the quarterback right. with his own helmet. Right, and it's like, okay, so you're punching this guy's helmet, and. How, that's got to hurt your hand more than his head. Head, right? What are you doing? What, what are you doing? <laughs> well, they, you know, they're, they're, I mean, let's 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 be honest. Those guys are behemoths, but you know, they they got to put their their filming pads and their helmet on, and they're ready to go in, coach. I mean, they're not, you know, they're not exactly you know road scholars. Some of them are. I, well, the guy, guy uh, Fitzpatrick from where is he? Yeah, he's Tampa Bay. Is he? He, he's, he he's scored. wearing my Harvard pin. Harvard tie. He went to Harvard. Yeah, well, it's um, actually it's Dolphins. Is he Dolphins now? Yeah, it's yeah. Dolphins. Yeah. He he got like a hundred on the Wonderlick test or some shit. That's what she said. Yeah, woman. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> never. I think we've gone as far as we could possibly go with that. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Oh, there's oh, a, there's know. a lot farther we could go, Jr. Ooh, I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know. We've already talked about legs up to the far as it'll go. The smell of fish. I don't know how much further we can go, Benny. Unless you work at Red Lobster. Unless you work for a porn store called Pussies Galore. <laughs> okay, now you've really taken us to explicit oh well thank you I, I i i pride myself on that on that note say good night vinny good night vinny